Welcome to another episode of Break the Cycle, episode 70. Uh, thank you guys so much for hanging out on a Thursday. Uh, as per the usual, let's start off with some great sponsors. We have Lorenzotti.coffee for all your delicious Italian coffee needs. Delivered directly to your door. Bring the taste of Italy home. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. And of course, my friend, my partner on the show, the coolest guy you know, Top lobster.com for all your wonderful graphic tea uh, needs. I am not wearing Top Lobster tonight. I am actually wearing my the Mad One shirt. Shout out to the only podcast that uh, is as cool as mine. That's a joke. There's plenty of podcasters out there that are way better than me, uh, but I do appreciate them. Definitely check out the Mad Ones if you get a chance. But go to toplobster.com, use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount, or join the Patreon, subscribe star, or the um, channel memberships for YouTube to uh, get into a private Discord server where you will get new Top Lobster designs dropped to you up to two weeks prior before they go out to general population at a 30% discount, which is amazing, amazing, amazing. Trust me, he's got some of the coolest, freshest gear out there. And of course, executive producers of the show, anthemplanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check these people out today. See what they can do for your business, your home, or your personal life. Uh, they are doing a job that the government has historically sucked at much cheaper and uh, much more efficiently. Guys, tonight is not just uh, – I'm not just excited for tonight's show. I'm, I'm typically very, very excited for shows um, and, and my guests. But tonight, not only am I extremely excited, I also have become very good friends with this person over the last – four years. Uh, she is an absolute, uh, truth warrior, truth and justice warrior, uh, in the libertarian party and in the broader movement. She's the secretary of the libertarian party or national committee. She's my good friend, Karen Ann Harless. How are you doing tonight, ma'am? I am ma'am. Oh my God. <laughs> doing great, sir. <laughs> I do. I do. Listen, I do the, I do the, uh, you know, I, I, I do the niceties with all of my guests. So, I, I apologize. Uh, it's probably the first. It may be the first time I've ever called you, ma'am. But I do call you Miss Secretary sometimes, especially when we're, we're at the or know. Madam Secretary. Yeah. Yeah, or Madam. Madam decorum. Ma yeah. decorum. Absolutely. So look, something that we like to do, and and you know, I, I maybe even for me, I don't really know um, your entire spiel. Um, I know, I know that at some point you were like a Christian conservative. Um, but I don't really know how you came to Liberty and, and the party and um, all that stuff. I know you're not a federal agent. I do know that much. Uh, but can you? But some people still think so, though. Of course they do. Andy Jacobs still thinks I'm a, I'm a spook. Andy Jacobs thinks half the people in the party are spooks, by the way, in I case know. you're wondering. I like Andy. He's and been and nice to me. But that's that's Well, that probably means Andy is the spook. You know, that that could be. Uh you know, I, I I have hedged my bets on uh, someone who was chair of the party for a long time being a spook. I get a lot of shit for that from everybody, including Scott Horton, but I, I stick to my guns. Including I, me, actually. Yeah. I don't believe he's a spook. Listen, he, the, the man came from, from Maryland and started trying to take over state parties before he took over the party. And the things that he has done 
Well, we'll get more into that. We'll get more into okay, that. Why, we'll get more into why don't that. you tell uh, my my you know followers, my watchers, uh, the members of this channel, how did you get to where you are today with this movement and the party? Oh my God! Do you want to go back to the date of my birth? I mean, like, what are we looking at? Okay, I'll tell you. Um, yes, I was a fundamentalist Christian conservative, but not political, um, in the sense of I didn't like vote really like I, I might like for the presidential but that was about it and that was just to get off of work and to get the sticker which i have on my wall right here because i'm weird about shit like that um so one day i was arguing with a couple other christians on facebook if you think libertarians argue you have no idea christians are the worst um and it was about this town or city or whatever that was putting spikes under the overpasses to keep homeless people from sleeping there. And I was absolutely horrified at this, but these other very neocon Christians just thought it was fine. And I was really deeply disturbed. And in the midst of the debate, they decided that they were going to call me the absolute worst possible thing they could, which was a liberal. And in that circle, yeah, no, you, you freak out. So in order to, to get away from being called that, um, I, pulled what I call an ass fact, which is pulling a fact out of your ass when you don't know, you know, you're just doing it to get out of the argument. So I said, no, 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 I'm more of a libertarian because I heard the word and I kind of liked it, but I didn't really know what it meant. And then I panicked because the last time I used a word that didn't know what it meant and used it for myself, it was hose beast, which wasn't very good in a Christian form. You do not want to call yourself a hose beast. Pro tip. So I remembered that. So I panicked thinking, oh, my God, what did I just do? So I went and looked up what the word libertarian meant and found myself at the LP.org website, read the platform. It didn't even get through the whole platform. I read the preamble statement of principles and switched my voter registration on the spot. I so I became a libertarian simply by reading half of the platform. That I never makes, met a libertarian. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me, I, honestly, because you uh, you are very in line with the platform of the, of this party, and and you have fought very very hard for the platform of this party. Uh, you fought very hard at the last convention to to shut the back door. Yes, absolutely. Because uh, the statement of principles is basically that in the preamble is what brought me into the party. So what was the back so, door, Karen Ann? What was that? It wasn't the door that you asked Wayne to shut. We know that. No, it wasn't that. And it's not, don't get your minds out of the gutter, people. It's not that back door either. Um, it, you know, there's some people in our party who um, play tricks. And the statement of principles was set up by the founders to be unamendable except by seven eighths of registered delegates at convention, which is a super, super high threshold. But they weren't wise in the wily ways of parliamentary ninjas. And the parliamentary ninjas found a way that they thought through a four-step process, they could get around that seven-ace requirement by amending this, then this, then this, then this in one sequence, which obviously was absolutely against the intent of the bylaws, even if arguably it was technically correct, which I don't even think it was technically correct, but I'm just saying arguably. So... I fixed the bylaws to put in what's called a force field around the seven ace. So it can't be touched except for directly. You can't go around it in this weird circular way. Um, and it had been attempted multiple times to gut the statement of principles to basically undo the Dallas Accord of 1974. 
Right. Yeah. It was it, it, that was always kind of the intent behind closing that back door or, or, or using that back door was to yes. kind of oust the uh, the anarchists from the party. And it's like, hey, I don't know if you guys are aware, but half the Libertarian Party is anarchists, if not more. I don't know if it's that much. I <laughs> there's a I, lot. Okay, there's a lot. At- At convention, which isn't representative, though, of your general membership, the hardcore people, yeah, hardcore people, about half of them are anarchists. Your casual party member, they are probably small government constitutionalists. But your hardcore activists, yeah, you're you're probably you're probably correct. Sure. sure. I like to I like to talk about it in in a way that it's like we're all on the same train. Some of us are just getting off in earlier stops. But you know, I I would like to see that train go all the way to Murray Rothbard Station at some point. That's that's where I'd like to see it get. But you know, I also would like to roll back any uh, tyranny that I can. But uh, first, first of all, we got a super chat from Jacob Wintergrad from Pennsylvania, who I had on the show last week. Great guy. He said, uh, he fourteen ninety nine super chat. Thanks, sir. He said, my two favorite people on the LNC talking. He loves it. Let's so let's. And J- Jacob is a is a patron of mine as well. So oh, nice. We are yeah. We've got an orgy going on here. We're just swapping <laughs> partners. Babe, if you're listening, she didn't mean that in a weird sexual way. I promise. Uh, so. Oh, you better tell me to be good because I'm filthy. <laughs> I know that's okay. I had uh, I had uh, Christy Mayer on the other night, and she's way more filthy. She's talking about oh no, com- you don't come and stuff. You haven't was... hung around me enough. <laughs> um. No, Jacob. Jacob's one of the executive producers of the show as well. If you watch the ending credits, you'll see his name on there. But, uh, anyways, let's talk about this. So, oh, so now you okay? So I got to come up with fancy titles. <laughs> you got to you got to give people fancy. No, it's 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 you know, it's all about the perks. If if you support the show, I like to give people as much as I, I possibly yeah, well, can. I'm you gonna know? I'm gonna now. You know how fucking competitive I am, dude. <laughs> Listen, I've been trying to beat Clint from Liberty Lockdown. Uh, for months to, to 4,000 followers or subscribers on YouTube. And we did it today. We beat him by like 300 subscribers. Wow. So thank you guys I'll that have subscribed. Trump card. I got bigger tits than you. It's true. It's true. But you know, a couple more pizzas. I might get there anyways. Well, okay. You're trying to just totally distract me. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk about, um, let, let's talk about this. So, so this is the first time I've heard this. A lot of people have said, you know, two my two favorite people on the LNC, Joshua Smith and, and Karen Ann Harlos. I think there's wonderful people on the LNC outside of just us. But I think a lot of that stems from this uh, hubaloo that started with the New Hampshire incident, right? And we need to talk it, about well, that. Well, you, kn- you know it started even with the Nick Sarwark. Sure, stuff. sure. Back in the Sarwark days when we were, you and I were brave enough to stand up to him. I don't think there we was... We were part of the Notorious 9, which was really right. 10. But funny, most of the Notorious 9, which was 10, have compromised. Sure. Yeah, there has. Yep, R- Richard Longstreth was one of them. Oh, well, uh, that was more. that's more than compromised. Yeah. Um, some uh, I, that that's outright betrayal. Yeah. But others have done a more softer compromise. Sure. Um, I'm trying to think of who's on that list that's still solidly like a whistleblower type person. S- Stephen Nicola. You, you, maybe you, myself, Stephen Nicola, and maybe I mean Aaron. Most. No. I know. I know. You guys. I have my beefs with Aaron too. Trust me. No. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. But I think it would be. I think it would just be me, you, and and uh, Stephen and Nikayla. Yeah, yeah. And actually, he wasn't part of the Notorious Nine Ten, but I consider him an honorary radical. It's Dustin Nana. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. Nana, Nana really stood up the last couple of months. He really did, and I. And he I'm doesn't claim to be a radical, and he's more radical than the so-called radicals. Yeah, he was. He was more of a prag, and and but I've. 
you know, I, I started working with Nana long before my, my, uh, my, my first chair run in 2017. We, we had been on Think Liberty together and, uh, I always liked him and he was very radical, but he was like a, he was like radical for pot. Right. And, uh, and, uh, he, he got a lot more, he's gotten a lot more radical. I think he's got a lot more radical in him than, than people give him credit for. He's he's a really good guy, but Nikayla is like ultra, ultra radical way. I mean, he's, he may be more radical than I am. I mean, the dude is very, very, and he's extremely well-versed in the philosophy of liberty, which is great. I, we're 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 dishing the dirt here, and Stephen Nicola is a big boy. He 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 can pull up his big boy knickers. Um, he's not as radical as I'd like him to see on the LNC, but I don't sure. think it's due to lack of commitment. I think his time is probably stretched, and he doesn't have enough time to focus on some of the issues. But I wish he would be more outspoken. Yeah. But I don't think it's due to any kind of moral failing on his part. I just think he's he's you know state chair of one of the biggest affiliates. You so know, the Florida, third, third largest just, Florida affiliate. Right. Yeah. So I think it more has to do with that. But I wish he was more outspoken on the bullshit motion to try to suspend me. I was disappointed he wasn't more outspoken on that. And I would tell him that. But he's still, you know, he's still a top lobster. Right. In in, 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 in my world. Yeah. You know, where most of the other lobsters have become dinner. Yeah, it's been it's been such a weird dynamic. So so when we we were on the board in 2018, 20 uh, and 2019, right? And mm-hmm. it was it was a very unradical board, uh that that term. And it was it was very hard to deal with. I mean, I felt like an island sometimes. You felt you and I felt like an island most of the time. Uh, it, you know, it was, it, we, I basically knew that any motion I wanted to put forward was not going to pass no matter what it was. I knew it wasn't going to pass. People hated me on that board and had enough support in hating me on that board. So when, when 2020 rolled around, I was like, okay, I didn't win chair. I got my at large seat back. We're going to get a, a, a much more radical board still. It's going to be good. And we did. I mean, we, in on paper, we got a more radical board. You know, we got Roudsep. Who who I went around and and literally whipped the the Mises Caucus to make their fifth choice for at large. Um, uh, a lo- uh, Rodsep, I would still consider an honorary lobster. He he still hasn't he hasn't made the jump like Nana has. But Radsep, let me tell you, I've blocked most of the members of the LNC from all of my social media because <laughs> I just don't want to deal with them. I I'll deal with them where I have to. They obviously don't like my personality, so I will. Do them the favor of not subjecting them to it outside of LNC meetings. But Radsip, I haven't. Dustin Nana, I haven't. There's very few that I haven't because the rest of them, they kept using my personal free speech against me. No. Then bye. Bye, Felicia. Do I have to tell you who my least favorite is on the board? <laughs> um, I could guess. Well, I know mine was somebody who isn't there anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't like Went very much either. Uh, so I know, I know exactly who you're talking to, and it's like <clears throat> I know these things because of their actions, right? It's yeah, not even I, your I, actions. You never had this discussion. Yeah. Yeah. I you you just know, and yeah. Well, let's so let's talk. Let's get let's get in the meat of the New Hampshire thing a little bit. Okay, we talked about the sure. notori- we talked about the notorious nine. For those of you who don't know, the notorious nine last year were the people that fought their asses off to make sure there was still some portion of the the LNC uh, national convention or the L, the LP national convention that was in person uh, we basically were unrelenting we tried very hard not to bend or break um, and yes right. and, we, and we Jeff wanted Hewitt to was follow one. the bylaws right and Jeff Hewitt was one of the the notorious nine yes um, um, and Jeff Hewitt also 
I, I consider Jeff Hewitt an honorary lobster. He just doesn't have the time. Right now, he's concentrating on his governor race. So he, he has shunted a lot of his responsibilities to his alternate. Yeah. But no, Jeff, Jeff Hewitt's an honorary lobster. Which, in case you were wondering, he voted for me for chair. I was very, I, I was very, very shocked. Yeah. To no, see, no, I wasn't. To see I, TJ I expected do that because TJ put that vote in. Oh, I well, he did it at Hewitt's direction, True. though. Yeah. So, so. Uh, but but Hewitt, no, Hewitt's hardcore, man. He just doesn't have the time to do the nitty gritty LNC battles that we do. Sorry, I'm having some camera issues, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm all frozen up here, and I don't know why. We'll see what happens. Anyways. Uh, oh, you're not frozen on this end, by the way. No, you're and you're fine, so I can keep rolling on your screen until my camera comes back. But uh, so, so, yeah, so let's get into the New Hampshire thing. I found out about the New Hampshire thing from Michael Heiss. That's where I, that's where I first uh, heard about it. Um, he said, hey, man, what's going on here with New Hampshire? And I said, excuse me? Uh, me too. He texted yeah. me yeah. while I was in the middle of parliamentary stuff with, uh, at Florida. I was, their, I was their official parliamentarian. So it was at the end of the day on Saturday. And everything had gone smooth. No issues. I leave the room to go find out what's happening with this. And all hell breaks loose in the Florida convention. And they're like, come running out. We need you. We need you. And I'm like, you haven't needed me all day figures. So we got it straightened out. But you know how it is. They see the parliamentarian leave the room and they're like, ha, yeah, now we can get her. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, you know, yeah, exactly. That's how it works. Right. They, they want to. They, everybody wants to do these dirty tricks, but so anyway, so I found out it's about not dirty. It's just it's just libertarians being libertarians. Sure. So so I found out about this from Mike, and I, I immediately went to the New Hampshire page uh, on Twitter, and they had that and read that ridiculous yep. statement had been posted, and I'm going, none of this is okay. I mean, I knew right away as soon as I read that shit, I was like, you you can't. This isn't how the party works at all you literally can't do right. this this is not okay uh it doesn't matter if you hate the messaging coming out of the you know right. uh, uh legit elected uh members of the board of that state you can't just be like okay well i don't like the messaging you're doing so uh you're not you're not the libertarian party anymore i am and right. these 12 people that i have which let's be honest we knew i knew brian shields was on there of course we knew nick and, and valerie were, were part of that Right. Um, and so I, uh, I wrote that letter. Were they both on the board? No, they weren't on the board, but they were definitely, okay. by, they were definitely part of the 13 that, uh, Gilletta Jarvis kept talking about, you know, I have 13 members who are with me and it's like, okay, but you guys have way more than 13 members in the state. So it's not like you got a majority of the members of the state to come and take this away from them. Um, um I doubt Valerie is was one of the 13. She's smarter than that. That would be a severe breach of duty. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's remember who her husband is and his severe breaches of duty he, during well, no, chairing. Nick, no, Nick, fine, but if you actually think that, you should forward that information over to the investigatory committee to ask them to explore that question. I, I will preface this with it's completely my opinion. It's just my opinion. But I of do... It's just, of course. I do believe... No, 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 ev- 100 no, no i and, and i didn't mean anything more than it was your opinion but i don't think it's an unreasonable opinion and the whole idea of the investigatory committee is to find out lnc involvement and you know by who was elected to that committee not all three of them one of them who's absolutely has a grudge against me 
and his prejudice against me, yet the LNC put a biased person on this committee, you know he's going to try to find that I did something wrong, and I did fucking nothing wrong. Wait, which person is that? I don't want to name the name. Oh. Let's just say it's not Patrick Dixon, and it's not Rufus. Right, yeah. So, I knew it wasn't Rufus Craig or Pat Dixon. I, why don't I remember who the third person was? Yeah, oh. but I don't want to say the name. Okay, well, I'm sure people can figure out the three uh, members that were But they already know. This person publicly defames me constantly. Oh. And and I said in, in the internal list on the LNC where I told people, you can't vote for this guy because he's biased. It, it doesn't matter if you think his bias against me is correct. I'm not making any judgment calls. It's just that we need an unbiased committee. And it's all the usual suspects who voted. And there's some things about that situation I can't talk about publicly. True. Um, for reasons of my personal reason, it has nothing to do with LNC secrecy. It's personal, my personal life. And, um, the LNC was well aware of it, and they put him on the committee anyway. If I had the emotional energy, I should have appealed to that appointment to the Judicial Committee. An investigatory committee cannot have a member that has an open, well-known bias against one of the key players. It's ridiculous. So I like Pat and I like Rufus, but honestly, I probably am not going to trust a damn thing that comes out of this committee because of that. And that's the LNC's fault. They knew it. It isn't that they didn't know the problems with this appointment. And again, I'm not saying he's wrong or he's right. I'm just saying the thing that everyone can agree upon. He's biased. Sure. No, I agree. So you can, yeah. People could think his accusations against me are completely correct. It's irrelevant. He's biased and shouldn't be on a committee that requires the utmost and unbiasedness. Sure. So, okay. So that's where we're at in the New Hampshire thing. You know, we, we, we really want, and, and I want to talk about this because yeah. you and I were the only two that got loud. I mean, there was other yeah. people that voted against the, the bullshit, right? but you and I were the only two that like stomped our feet and said, you know, what you guys are doing is bullshit. And we put ourselves on the chopping block. Sure. Oh yeah, we both knew that at any at any moment they were going to try and have us removed. I knew that if if they could get you removed, they were going. Oh, you were next. I was next. There was no doubt about it. Because whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. None. Because a they would have either had that motion before they replaced me, so they wouldn't have to worry about that vote, or they would make sure who was my replacement would be a vote to get rid of you. They couldn't get rid of you with me there because they didn't have the votes with me there. Sure. Well, but I had been enough of a rabble rouser with some people that they figured they had the votes to remove me. And we don't know because it was ruled out of order, but I don't think they had the votes. I think by one vote it would have failed, um, but I don't know. But it would have ended up getting dragged out because our bylaws have all kinds of appeal processes. It's dumb because we're, we're so close to convention. It's the same reason people didn't want to remove Nick, even though they thought he had breached his duty. They kept saying convention's coming up. The delegates will take care of it. Sure. Yet this same people who were saying that about Nick were so hot to remove me. Oh, yeah. Of course. But I want to point out something else, too, because people don't connect the dots here because they don't live this. Not only was I trying to be removed as secretary, they were trying to remove me from every single committee appointment yep. that had nothing to do with any of this, every including single one. the historical committee yep. 
And funny thing, the person who moved that motion two weeks before voted to make me chair of the platform committee and put me on the voting reform committee. Yet now he's saying, oh, for two years, you've been terrible. Then did your votes two weeks ago suck, dude? Or is this just revenge against a whistleblower? I think we know what this was. Because obviously at the June meeting, you didn't think I was so terrible. You made me chair of the platform committee. Right. Well, and they tried to remove you from, could you imagine? Okay, let's just, removing you from the historical committee, okay? It had nothing to do with anything. But, but, But aside from what it had to do with, you have created the historical program for this party. I mean, it you, was revenge. you knew every, you know, everything about the history of this party, because you are the one who have dealt with all of the uh, assets, the, the digital assets. I mean, every single piece of historical property that this party has, has gone through your hands. And so right. to it was re- just, it was sheer vengeance. It was, it was political assassination. They were trying to destroy every single thing I've done for this party on a national level. And it was so petty. That is, if it was just to remove me as secretary, okay, that would have sucked. But okay, you know, whatever. They say they find me difficult to work with. But the committees, none of my committees have any complaints about me. Because my committees aren't corrupt. So they don't see the whistleblower side of me. Sure. Well, so here's, so, okay, so we get through that. We know they're going to try and remove us both. They're, Richard is dead set on getting you removed. I knew that we didn't have the votes. Like, I counted well, the noses. Well, what people don't know, Joshua, is that Richard wanted to run against me last time. So right. don't think he wasn't looking to be replacement secretary. I remember that. I saw right. the writing on the wall. And the reason he wanted to run against me this was the reason I want to be an officer. What kind of fucking motivation is that? Not I have the skills to be secretary, not that I would love to be secretary. No, I want to be an officer. Well, anyone who wants to be king should not be fucking sure, king. Sure, sure. Yeah, hey, I wanted to be chair. I did, uh, but only because yeah, I... Yeah, but you had the skills for it. You, you were saying not just because you had wanted it, you wanted to implement certain things. You had right. a messaging plan and you knew you could do it. All I heard about a possible secretary run is I want to be an officer, not I think I could do this better than you or I have this idea to when I ran for secretary, I had definite reform that I wanted sure. to do because Alicia was a fucking great secretary. Yeah, she was and solid. If I was yeah. going to run against her. I had to offer something extra. Right. I respect the hell out of Alicia, even when we didn't agree. She's still one of the Best secretaries I've ever met in my no, life. No, no, no. You guys coming together and working together at the end of the last term, though, was beautiful. I gotta be, I gotta be honest because you, it was, it because was. you guys butted it was a heads. I don't know if I don't know if anybody butted heads. I, Nick and I didn't butt heads as much as you and Alicia did, and so the reason is we're very much alike. Sure. We were too much alike, sure. and I, I had to apologize to Alicia because I did get out of line with her at one time, and I still feel bad about it to this day, when in a debate, I said to her, and this was mean and petty, and I keep bringing it up because I'm like publicly flagellating myself for being such a bitch, I said to her, you lost, get over it, Oof. and that was mean, and I still feel bad about that. Um, I, you know, when I'm wrong, I will apologize. That was probably the worst thing I've ever said to somebody, honestly, because she was a great secretary and I shouldn't have said that. 
Um, but we were too much alike. So when we came to a point of agreement, it was the fucking singularity for sure. And then she became an at-large. Yes. Right? She was an at-large. I wish her. she was on this LNC. Oh, God. It'd be so, she would have fought. She would have fought all this shit, too. She, it, yeah. That's the one thing about Alicia. Is she... She's principled. Yeah, she's I very principled. I might not agree with her, some of her principles, but she's consistent. You could always predict what Alicia was going to do. She, was, she, she had her core principles, and she stuck by them. Sure. So, so we go through this. Uh, I knew, I knew, I counted, I counted the noses. I knew they didn't have the votes to remove you, but I knew that if somehow they eked it out, they were coming for me next. Um, well, but, I didn't think they had Hogarth. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think they did either, but you know, for she, a radical she, to vote that way. And we were friends. I knew no. they, I knew they had her for me. I knew if they came for me, they had Hogarth. Oh, Hogarth yeah, has always hated did, me. Always, always hated me. And it's funny because but it shouldn't be about that. It should be. Listen, she's a member of the Radical Caucus. You are undoubtedly a radical. I'm not talking about a radical, capital R radical. You're a small R radical, sure. and that would have been an absolute travesty. I'm also for a radical I'm also member. a large uh, R radical, by the way. I am a monthly contributor. Oh, member. Okay. I have I have been for over a year. Yeah, I've been a, a monthly contributing that, member. So that is well. The Radical Caucus needs to start holding its members accountable. When I was a member of the Radical Caucus in Region 1, they fucking held my ass to the fire. They did. That's that's why I resigned, because I felt I couldn't serve the interests of the Radical Caucus and serve the interests of my region. And then when I was running for an officer position, I go, if I had issues being regional, I'm definitely going to... So, that's why I resigned the Radical Caucus and why I do have the position that LNC members shouldn't be members of caucuses. Because caucuses, if they are functioning as they should, they should be holding their members fucking accountable. So, and the well, Radical Caucus doesn't do that anymore. Well, here's the thing. So, so it's funny we're talking about caucuses because I was going to move into this anyways. So we, we know, okay, and let's, and let's be absolutely blunt here. We knew... I think you and I most uh, more than anybody else on the board, besides maybe Nikayla, that New Hampshire was a last last ditch effort mm -hmm. to the Mises Caucus taking state boards around the country, right? Right, and These, it was. At, let me. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting you. Yeah, like, Karen Ann. Jeez, I'm, I'm not used to this at all. <laughs> well, you're. I'm, listen, okay. Because I know there's points that people haven't sunk into them yet. New Hampshire was agitated by an out-of-state actor. You could kind of understand it if it was New Hampshireites arguing amongst themselves. But this was an out-of-state person that really didn't give a shit about New Hampshire. They cared about stopping the direction that the party was going in. So they engineered this from out-of-state, which means if New Hampshire fell, they were only the first. Are you sick to death of pussyfooting around the truth while being constantly fed lies by news and big tech tyrants? If so, then come join me, Dan Smots, on The System Is Down, where we get weird, have fun, and dig into all the dangerous taboo topics like conspiracies, politics, religion, culture, current events, and everything your family just prays you don't bring up around the Thanksgiving dinner table. And I know that reality is scary to some people, so if you're easily offended, just ignore this and go back to making cat memes or whatever. But if you're ready to change the world for the better, come join me on The System Is Down down at tsidpod.com or wherever you get podcasts. That's tsidpod.com because the system is down and truth is taking over. Next would have been Nevada 
And after that would have been Colorado. I already saw it getting set up here in Colorado. So while I would have stood for New Hampshire no matter what, I also was defending Colorado by proxy. Because I saw it coming. Well, they're doing this. They're doing something very similar in Delaware right now. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but I'm not. Yeah. I, I tend to mind only yeah. Colorado's business. You know, I know because I'm I'm part of the Mises Caucus and I've been entrenched in the Mises Caucus for years. And uh, Will McVeigh there has taken all the digital assets and and basically won't give them back to them. So it's uh you know it's not it's always been the plan I think for some of these people like when the caucus if the caucus ever started taking over we're just going to steal it back. I mean it was completely shady. It was absolute corruption. The people, the people stepped down from the board because they knew it was corruption and they were trying to vote for it. I mean, that's at the end of the day, uh, Tucker, Tucker I think knew, knew. Joe, uh, when, Joe Bishop Hinchman knew, didn't. yeah, but then, uh, yeah, but on the way out, the, when, but on the way out the door went, tried to blame it on the Mises caucus and, and racism and, and you me. and me. And it's like, what the fuck would, no, dude, you're, you're leaving because region one was going to vote, was going to vote to recall right. you. But <laughs> I will say this. Went was not involved, I believe, in the corruption. Oh, I don't think so. He he just had some personal grudges, and he let his emotions get to him. Sure. It was more about a personal grudge against me. But Went, for whatever faults he may have had, he wasn't corrupt. No. I he, firmly believe that. No, he's not a corrupt guy. He's just a whiny little bitch, mostly. But he had <laughs> grudges that he couldn't get over. Yeah. Um. And that was the issue. Now, Tucker's a whole other thing. I'll be really clear. I, and I'd like to be really clear about Wint. I've had like some really great interactions with Wint. I used to, so really, have I. I used to really like Wint until I had to serve on the board with him. I mean, he fucked it all up. Well, but he, sometimes he was great on the board. Sometimes. I mean, I voted for him for bylaws committee. Sure. So um, I thought Wint kind of was a Jekyll and Hyde type character. When, when he was Hyde, he was wonderful. But he, he just let his emotions get the better of him. And I think that's a shame because I, I, I really don't dislike when. I never liked Tucker, though. I'll tell you that much. Oh, no. The, I knew he was no good. He, I knew he was shady. I knew he was from that wing of the party that was like leftist infiltrators. Uh, mm -hmm. And when, when that vote came up on the board to vote whether or not we would let Tom Woods speak at the national convention, and he was the lone dissenting vote, I said, what a piece of shit. Like, you know we're going to pass this vote. And he's like, I have to do this to, for the people that I represent. No, you represent Region 8, motherfucker. You don't right, represent the left libertarians. That. No, hell no. And they didn't want him to vote to... to uh, 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 take away the charter of New Hampshire either. And that's why he stepped down. He, he said he was stepping down for other reasons, yeah. but, but we know no. it was that region eight was going to get removed. Yeah. yeah they're right. going to remove him. And here's the thing. I encourage everyone and I'll probably put this together to make it easy for people. Um, here's how I, I, I tell people how you can tell the people that are sheer partisans that are on the LNC that perhaps you need to take that into consideration when you vote. Tucker was one of them, so he he took himself out. But if people never, ever vote for committee positions, for people who are ideologically usually not on their side, it shows they're extremely partisan because everyone's on the LNC because a certain constituency supported them. And you need to respect that. And, and they do have qualification. I've voted for Tucker for certain committees. He's never voted for you or me for shit. Yeah, he couldn't vote for me. He'd be he'd be excommunicated from his clique. I mean, it'd be there, there's one be other it. person that that hasn't voted for you or me for anything.
Well, Valerie Sarwark, for sure. No. Well, Valerie's voted for me. Not for me. <laughs> okay. But I've caught Valerie she... Sarwark in a private group calling me a deadbeat dad. Fuck her. You know what I mean? Like she. But, I, but, yeah. but, but we're talking. So she has a little bit crossed partisan lines. With me, at least. Sure. But there's one other person on the board who has never crossed partisan lines. And some people might think that's great. But if you don't right, think okay. that's great, yes. Never. And that's wrong. I voted for her. If you remember when Joe Bishop Henchman really publicly insulted Whitney Bilyeu, who by all rights should have been on the XCOM, and he asked for Laura instead, I argued that we should give the chair the executive committee he wants. I fought for her. Sure. She's never, ever crossed partisan lines. No, and she's watched and, you be attacked. And and anytime you defend yourself, and, I, and this is the same problem here. I've had for years in this party. People will attack, 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 and then I'll go off and be like, you know what? Fuck you, nerd. Fuck you. You know, blah blah blah. And they'll be like, you can't do that. You can't defend yourself like that. You're on an LNC. Like, no, no, it doesn't work that way. Actually, yeah, these people have been attacking me and my family for years. After Laura, the way people go after me, I would have her back. It doesn't matter because friendship's not required to do what's right. Uh, we got a super chat from Shannon Lee, $5. She said, yesterday I'm part of the problem. Malice brought up New Hampshire. Oh, that's kind of cool that, that Malice brings yeah, up. Yeah, but he had it wrong, actually. Well, he th- And Malice, Malice could talk to me, but he won't. Yeah, he could talk to me, too. he's breaking my heart. I've asked him to come on the show a hundred times. He watches every show, though. I know he does. Uh, anyway, so she she said yesterday. Uh, by the way, guys, if you're checking out this, uh, this show, hit that subscribe button and thumbs up the video to help the algorithm. Uh, this is a good show, and Karen Ann deserves the the recognition. But um, so Shannon Lee said yesterday, I'm part of the problem. Malice brought up New Hampshire, and that he thought he, J- he thought JBH's email was being investigated. Most unlikely, but still being brought up. And in fact, it's supposed to be part of the investigation or all the uh, yeah. But he didn't say that. What he said. Okay, I need to take thirty seconds to get a beer. Oh geez. I have a fridge right there. Okay, get your get your beer. Get your beer. We're yeah. gonna. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll restate it again. If you're here, hit that subscribe button. I have shows Monday through Friday at 7:30 p.m. Central Time every single week. Great art. Uh, great guests. Uh, next week I have a, a TV and movie star coming on 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 Tuesday. I'll have uh, 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 Mark Pellegrino on the show from uh, Lost and Dexter and Supernatural. So pretty cool stuff. Okay, back to back to Karen. So here's the deal. Listen, what kind of beer you got there? What is that? It's well, it okay. It's it's actually a hard apple. It's not like a technically a beer. It's Red's hard apple, whatever the fuck it is. It's, it's an got alcohol. It's an apple ale. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you guys get your super chats in uh, for questions for Karen Ann. Karen Ann, talk about Malice and New Hampshire. Okay, one second. I need to take a chug of it. Okay. So, and I don't blame them for getting this wrong because it's when you're not enmeshed in it, it's sometimes hard to understand. So what what Malice had said is that JBH's emails, which are being investigated, he's correct there, but he at least strongly insinuated that incriminating evidence has already been found in his emails. We don't know that yet. That's still a secret. And I doubt, I seriously doubt any of this was done through the party emails. It would be done through his personal. I don't think anything's going to be found in his emails. But Malice got the impression that something has already been found. He's right that they're being investigated. 
but his implication that something has already been found, that's an unknown. But I don't blame him for getting that impression because it's it's hard being an outsider because a lot of what we say on the LNC can be very, it has insinuations that go from conversations that happened three months ago. Like, and if you're not living it, it's hard to get the full flavor. It's entertaining, but sometimes you don't, like Dave Smith sometimes gets some things wrong because of that, because he misses some of the larger context where when we say something, we're referring to things by implication that maybe we're talked about on the internal list. Like it's hard to get the full picture if you're, if you're not living it. Sure. Yeah. And I get that because when I was running for chair in 2017, I didn't, I had never been on the national committee and I had the same issues. It's like, it's like, Oh, I know what's going on here. You know, I don't know. And then, and then yeah. I'd come to find out later. I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about at all. Uh, you know, I just it's had my hard. opinions, you know, it is, it is, yeah. there's so much involved in serving on the national committee for this party that I don't think people really get it. By the way, Karen, Ann, I always thought your background for your show, uh, was, uh-huh. was, uh, green screen and it is not, you actually built that. Oh no, no, it's, it's actual, uh, very proud of you. Yeah. You, you and I are the only ones with like real built backgrounds. I think everybody else rocking the green screen. You no, know, no, I have an actual studio down in my basement. Same. I'm sitting and, in my basement too. Yeah. Everything's <laughs> on wheels so I can move furniture out, move furniture in, Nice. you know? So yeah. Not me. I, I have an actual because, couch with yeah. no wheels on it. So. Oh no, my I've got this old like solid wood old literal secretary desk that is just so perfect because it's giant and it's got this little like indentation for the computer so it doesn't show on the screen. It's wonderful. Nice, nice. Okay, so let's let's move on. So we got we got through them trying to remove us. We got into the part where people started stepping down, people that were involved in the corruption, including our chairman. Okay. So that leaves a, a vacuum for this, this, this chair position. Right. And mm-hmm. I, and I'm going, you know, we could maybe get the votes to do this. You know, I, I could maybe still be the chair for a year. Um, and so I, and before we move on any, any further, I want to first thank you for, uh, your first very public vote of me. <laughs> this is the first oh. time, this is the first time you've ever publicly voted for me. I don't know if you've pu- voted for me before. I heard that you may have in 2020. I don't know. I uh, did. That's so why I, I figured you did. And we did really good. Um, but I just want I wanted to tell you that I appreciate but, it. Yeah, but I'm very quiet about yes. my convention votes. Yes. But you were the second choice of the delegates. And I think that the LNC should have voted for you, whether they liked you or not. Um, you were the, because I, I find it very problematic that the LNC can completely outside of the will of the delegates just put someone else in a chair position. That's why I believe Ken Molman's ruling was absolutely correct. And actually you had more balls than me. I abstained and I wish I didn't. You were the only one who had the balls to affirm the ruling of the chair. I'll tell people why I abstained. I do am a softie for Ken Molman and he asked us to overturn his ruling. I couldn't do that because his ruling was correct. I never would have voted to, but I abstained. It was out of me softening to Ken Molman. But in hindsight, I should have done what you did. I was wrong. I was happy to do it. You know me. I don't give a shit what any of these people think about me. You know. (laughs) I I adore Ken so fucking hard. I'm a big fan of Ken too. Big fan. So... I, he was right, I do believe, and, and D. Frank Robinson, who was part of the original committee that wrote that bylaw, said, no, we meant for the vice chair to make, ascend to the chair position. Right. 
and still the LNC. And a lot of people who voted to overturn the ruling believed it was correct. And I'm sorry, that is unethical. Yeah, when you have somebody who yeah. actually was part of writing the original bylaws for the party tell right. you that that's what we meant, that's yes. what they fucking meant, period. And yes. I, I have a, a ton of respect for D. Frank Robinson, who, if you don't know who that is, he's one of the founders of the party, basically. Right. He was around when they wrote the original founding documents. There's not a lot of those people around these days. Um, I mean, And the- I'm sorry, it was clear when you read Roberts with our bylaws, Ken was chair. And if he didn't want to be it, we should have did it the right way. He should have ascended to the chairmanship. He could have resigned. We could have reappointed him as vice chair. Then at least we followed our rules and didn't set a bad precedent. Following the rules is important, even if you end up with the same result that the shortcut would have given. You don't do shortcuts because in the future they're going to be used against you. You don't set that precedent. And the fact that this LNC was willing to do that, they wonder why I criticize them and say they make unethical decisions. That is why. And I'm entitled to that opinion. You know, it's in fact, I'm duty bound to this party. My fiduciary duty is not to the fucking LNC. Right. It's to the party. That's why I try to explain too through all this, you know, and, and I, I even said on the list and I actually declared myself chair on the list. I don't know if you remember that on the business list when, I this, don't. when all the shit was going oh. on with New Hampshire uh, and the people were voting, you know, having this, this brain fart about whether they should vote oh. to take New Hampshire and all this shit. And I, I just went on the oh, list you and were said, just like, Oh, I'm captain now. Yeah. I was like, I was like, uh, yep. I just want to let you guys know that since you think it's okay, I'm now declaring myself chairman of the libertarian national committee. That. And, uh, you can send all correspondence to me. You're going to write new bylaws and make yeah, new membership. I'm going to write a new, I, I have this magic new bylaw that I'm going to, uh, use and, and we're going to make a whole new membership. And yeah, it was pretty funny, but, uh, okay. So, so we get through this. I got something funny to show you. Okay. Okay. Bring it. Bring it. Bring okay. It. Mike Seebeck, who's a I good love, friend of mine. I love Seebeck, by the way. I'm a big fan. Right. The shit he wrote and, on the list was the funniest thing I've ever read about. Well, because the parallels between me and Angela Keaton are scary. Yeah. They, the LNC tried to pull the same shit. And the funny thing is, with the dude who wrote complaining about the shirt, Angela Keaton, part of her the removal motion for her was about a shirt. This is what the history is repeating itself. But um, uh, Seebeck made this for me. He got me a pink whistle to blow. <laughs> and, and it says on here, don't make me use this. That's great. That's great. Um, I will be wearing this at the next LNC Of course meeting. you will. Of course you will. In, you know, uh, they, in Louisville, Kentucky, by the way, is where we're going to be. Yes. I don't know if they have Skyline Chili there, but I am I am upset that we didn't get to go to Cincinnati. I am. I wanted, uh, to, go, I wanted to go to Cincinnati. Yeah, I like Florida's Cincinnati. got Skyline Chili. Does it really? I've never seen yeah, it there. Yeah, there's a bunch of them. Well, at least South Florida, Fort Lauderdale. I didn't know that. I, uh, I, you know, my one of my really, really good friends, Matt M- Matthew McGowan, who was a part of Think Liberty with me, is uh, mm-hmm. he's he lives in right outside of Cincinnati. So I was like, well, I can go to Cincinnati. Ken's right next to it, which is fine. But I get Skyline Chili and I get to see Matt. So I was really excited. But now I get to go to Louisville and uh, drink and a bunch. Ne- of- and LNC's never been to Kentucky, yeah. so and I get to drink a bunch of Kentucky whiskey with a lot of really cool Kentucky people. So that'll be exciting. Uh, and we could drive there. It's like a ten-hour drive for us from from Iowa. So that's the good thing well, about you know living I'm here. Be sticking close to you because like oh, I've be lost a lot of friends on the LNC. Yeah. So, the so people I normally would hang out with. So we moved through the last couple months here, and now we I lost chair for the third time. By the way, my ego doesn't hurt though. I promise. Um, and we you you. You've got a stronger uh, skin than I do. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I, you know, you remember how hurt I was at that first uh, national convention when I lost. No, I do. And my heart, my heart broke yeah, for you. You saw me. But the way you bounced back was yeah. 
a way that I wouldn't have been able to do. Yeah, that do. one hurt, and 2020 hurt too. Um, but I went to I went to uh, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings with the Mises guys. It was over after that. <laughs> you know, I was fine. I was okay. I came back home to Julia, and we had the baby on the way, so it was like oh, I still got a life. I'm still okay. And I wasn't even going to run for at large again. I I was up in my hotel room sulking, and I got I don't know. 35 phone calls. Hey, we've nominated you for at-large. You need to get your ass down to the floor right now. And I'm like, no. And then I started getting more and more and more. And I was like, all right, I'm coming. So I threw on a suit jacket and some jeans. I ran down there and got elected. Uh, in fact, the only person who beat me for at-large was a, uh, was somebody who was an elected state Senator. So I think I do. I think I'm, I've got a pretty good following these days. Um, but so we moved past all this bullshit. I lost chair. Uh, and we now have a new chair, uh, interim chair until the, the Reno convention, uh, Miss Whitney Bill, you, how do you feel about that? I like Whitney, but I told Whitney this, um, a, I don't have an opinion yet because it hasn't been any time. I didn't like what she said in the New Hampshire disaffiliation vote. That's one reason I ranked her really low. That That was a very scary statement she made, but in my opinion, from my memory, that's one of the very few bad votes Whitney has had. Whitney was part of the Notorious Nine. Right, right. Um, Whitney called out Nick's corruption. But my biggest issue, I had two, three big issues, why I didn't rank Whitney higher, even though I respect her like a boss. A was what she said in that New Hampshire disaffiliation vote. That was bad. She wouldn't resign from being Texas chair. I right. think that's a conflict of interest. Has nothing to do with her time. I don't ever tell people, because I hate when people do it to me, what they have time to do. If she was chair of Delaware, a tiny affiliate, I would have the same opinion. I do not think you can be chair of an affiliate and chair of the National Party. The two interests will not always align. Same reason why I don't believe in caucus memberships for LNC members. And um, three, she wouldn't state that she wasn't going to rerun. I do not believe that the LNC has the right outside of the delegates to confer an incumbent advantage on somebody. So those were the three reasons why I didn't rank Whitney higher, despite the fact that I do respect her very much. I don't know how she's going to do yet. I can say I'm disappointed that nothing has come out about the renewed mandates. We have a communications director who I also respect the hell out of. I'm good friends with her husband. Yeah, she's been great. Um, She's been actually pretty good, too. But nothing's come out yet. But again, that's staff. I don't ever blame staff for anything. The buck stops with the LNC, not staff. And the fact that we haven't put out anything on this, so we're failing utterly once again, really bothers me. But it's she's just getting settled. So right now, Whitney gets a pass from me because she's new. But I want to see her step up and do what the National Party is supposed to supposed to do. True. But y- you were the second choice of the delegates. Close, a close, a pretty close second. I know somebody somebody said I don't think it was that close. It was like 100 votes. That was pretty close. Okay. It was right. Much closer than 2017. Best- or 2018. <laughs> it, so whatever, I don't care. Yeah. You were the second choice of the delegates. Sure. And to me, there was no question. And I, fortunately, I liked you, but I would have voted the same way if I didn't like you. Because I respect the delegates. And you always have. 
I mean, that's always been a big thing for you. And that was, you know, one of the reasons why we fought so hard to have an in-person convention last year. Yes. And we had a very successful in-person convention for how, you know, only having half the convention there and uh, nobody got COVID, which is kind of cool. And you would have gotten more votes if people didn't pull the dirty tactics of attacking your personal life, which was gross. Yeah. It's been going on for so many years now. I, I almost it's just, gross. La- I almost just laugh about it at this point. You know, it's gross. It's, it. you know, there might be a limited period of time where something happens. You know, the, the dispute you had with Risa, I don't want to get into it. We're okay. You're both party members, maybe a little limited period of time. A conversation was okay, but it's far past that window of time. It's been three let years. Let it go. Three right. years. Let it go. It's done. It's between those two people. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. And you do not drag people's kids ever into anything sure. ever that is gross i agree i agree uh jason booth thank you for the ten dollar super chat shannon lee thank you for the five dollar super chat she said can we have wayne's number so we can have him put you in your place yeah <laughs> oh god that was the most ridiculous thing i couldn't believe wayne was just like in shock too he was like why did Richard write I'm the like, email? What did the email say, Karen Ann? It was a text. It was a text. Wow. So for, text for, text. for those of you that don't know, uh, Richard Longstreth, who tried very hard, in fact, made both motions to remove Karen Ann Harlow's from the from the board after some the most whiniest bitch shit I've ever seen uh, for for a couple weeks, uh, actually texted Karen Ann's husband, who is not on the LNC, by the way. And basically uh, said that she, he needed to get her in check. Why don't you explain? Can you explain that a little bit? Well, apparently Richard doesn't like the blowback he's getting for his own actions. And he thinks I should be grateful to him for not pursuing it further. And the fact that I'm still talking about it is being ungrateful. This comes from other discussions I had with Richard that weren't on the LNC list. Um, and uh where I basically told him, like he had actually said, oh, we could be friends again someday. I'm like, no, we're not. I go, there are some things you don't come back from, dude. We will never be friends again. Right. No, no, you burned that bridge. I'll be civil to you. I'll work with you as a professional. But no, you're deluded if you think we're ever going to be. And we were close friends. People don't realize why the hurt is so bad. Richard and I served together in Colorado. He's been him and I, I think they're married now, but I, I still absolutely adore his spouse. And even if they're not legally married, I mean, th- they're a couple. And um, so it was a personal, personal betrayal. And the funny thing is at that June meeting, see, people don't know all this shit where he started saying he did the motion because we could, I couldn't talk to you. At the June meeting, we made plans to sit down and hash out some personal issues we may have had to repair maybe some breaches in our friendship. We were planning to do that. I agreed. For him to pull that shit? No. Snake. Yep. Snake. Paula Abdul, you're, Paula Abdul, you're a cold-hearted snake. Look into his eyes. Uh-oh, he's been telling lies. Is that is that Bitch. a Paula Abdul song? Are we sure? Yes. Are we sure? Yes. Yeah. Uh, You're a cold-hearted snake. Look into his eyes. Uh, Jesse Welch, Uh-oh. thanks for thanks for the five dollars super chat. Jesse Welch, he said he he uh, Jesse says he's looking forward to reelecting us both next year and seeing as many bad faith actors like Richard leave as possible. Listen, I wouldn't be surprised if Richard runs against me. 
Yeah. Well, we I know, see the signs. I, I, well, I think, uh, I think some people will probably be running against me for at large too, but I have decided that I was going to run again. Uh, I let the Mises Cox know. And now there's, there's a chance I may switch that up and run for, I don't know, region six, maybe, maybe vice chair. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Vice chair. I know I may I may run for vice chair. I may. Listen, I considered running for vice chair. If they had removed me, I wasn't going to rerun for secretary. I was going to run for vice chair. Shit, that would have been that would have been so awesome. Uh, I may I may actually run for vice chair, and I, I've been thinking about it. If the if the Mises Caucus will support me and uh, and let me know that they're going to support me, I'll run for vice chair. Uh, so that's that's out there in the open. Listen, that's the first time I said it. I don't do the endorsement thing. But I've served with you enough now that I would make an exception and endorse you for vice chair. Oof, that's, and you know that's a big that's fucking deal for me. Big, that is a big fucking deal. <laughs> well, I, I, listen, Mises, Mises Caucus, go let Michael Heiss and them guys know you want me to run for vice chair. I'll do it. I don't give a shit. I will do it. Uh, I, 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 you know, I've enjoyed serving on the LNC, especially with people like you and and Stephen and Kayla and and some of my other friends there. Um, but I do think that it's time we we really. Uh, Tip the scales on the LNC in in a more favorable direction. And the people direction, out there, so. listen. There's people out there that don't like me. There's people out there that don't like you. And this is what I'd say to them: You don't have to like the people who are on the LNC. Judge people by their performance on the LNC. And even the people that don't like me know that I'm principled. You don't have, listen. We're not getting fucking married. I'm not trying to be your BFF. Am I a good protector of? the integrity of the party. You don't have to like me. In fact, usually people who are whistleblower type personalities, they can be hard to like sometimes. Sure. And the people who have whatever personal issues they have against you, I ask them, look at his performance on the LNC. I know some people go, oh, you missed a couple votes. You know, I had a period of time when my brother died. And um, I know people's going to think it's silly that I say this in the same breath, but my brother and I weren't particularly close, but he was my brother. But the best dog I ever had in the world died. I had to put her down. Like I was going through some some shit and I was having some medical problems, too. And I messed up some stuff. I missed some stuff. We're not fucking robots. You know, you came into a situation where you just inherited this large family and that's wonderful. And that comes first. Sure. You missed a couple email votes. Big fucking deal. Well, I'm but, sorry. But but there, here's the thing: is is that uh, Nick, Nick Sarwark's wife uh, has been going around telling everyone that I missed one third of the votes in our term, and that I've missed. Uh, I've only I've only been to like one third of the meetings this term, and I'm like, what the fuck right. are you, the, that, what are you that's talking bullshit. about? You you missed one meeting. And nearly everybody has missed one meeting. Well, I only missed, and that was last term. I mean, I missed the Arizona right. meeting. It was the first. It was the first meeting of our term. It was right when I went through all this shit with Risa. I was trying to move back to California. Right. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't make it to that one meeting. Um, and I probably should have let you know sooner. <laughs> but it was the one meeting, and then I made every single quarterly meeting right. for the rest of my term, and I've made every single quarterly meeting for this term. It's like, what the fuck are they even talking about? What do they, What do they even mean that I've missed all these meetings? What do you, What meetings? The 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 electronic meeting. I made it to almost every electronic meeting too. What are you talking about? I, I know. And, and there's other LNC members that have missed electronic meetings. There's other LNC members that have missed votes, but they happen to have alternates. Right. Jeff Hewitt has missed a lot of votes. Yeah, he's been very busy. He's been busy. It happens. And they're fortunate to have alternates. At-larges don't have alternates. Yep. 
you know, but listen, when it was a critical vote, I'd call you and you'd get there and you'd, you'd look at the thing and you'd make it. Yeah. You'd make yeah. the vote. Usually people would, not would all call votes, me. Not all votes are that important. Voting to approve minutes that there's no errors in, I'm not going to cry a fucking river if somebody misses that vote. Sure. Sure. You know, minor policy manual amendments, people, priorities, people. You know, but they're just looking to ride your ass about something, and of that course. ain't right. Yeah, that's how it is. They want they want to try and keep my influence low, but that, I've tried to explain it to people. Like, what I've done. We aren't it, paid. This yeah, is volunteer. Yeah. Do you know how much time I put in a week for for secretarial <laughs> oh, oh, work on the office? I'm sure, so way more than you should. I'm sure. I'm so sure. you know, come on. Uh, pa- people Patrick really. Mitchell thanks for the uh, five dollar super chat he said if Ken doesn't run for vice chair again you definitely have my support uh Ken's not he's rerunning not, he's already publicly said Ken, it yeah Ken is not running for any LNC position he's done with the LNC no. after this term he said he didn't want to do, do what he's doing now he ran for vice chair and I respect that see I really respect when somebody goes I don't want the position then I'm like you're perfect yeah. you don't want the ring of power um but he ran to protect the CRM that was his that was his deal. And I respect that. And even I voted for Ken, by the way, over Richard, even though initially I did make an exception and endorse Richard. I remember that. Yeah. I never. And here's the thing with him publicly stabbing me in the back. I lost faith in Richard during his run, but I wasn't going to publicly humiliate him by withdrawing my endorsement. I wouldn't do that to him. Right. But. When vote time came, I voted for Ken and I didn't tell anybody because I valued our friendship and I wouldn't do that to him. And look what he did to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I would love the opportunity to be vice chair and work with Angela McArdle because that's definitely the chair person that I want to see when uh, as far as right now goes. Uh, I'm a big fan. I'm staying out of opinions on the chair race like I normally do. All right. Um, privately people know my opinions, but publicly I'm staying out of the chair race. I always think that's best when someone is running for the LNC. Once I'm off the LNC, I'll be endorsing the fuck. But I, the (laughs) reason I don't is because I'm running for an officer position, but I'll make an exception for you for the sheer purpose of there's been a lot of corruption on the LNC and I want whistleblowers and you're proven You've proven that you'll do it twice now when others did it once and fell away. And if you want to know why, then I'd break to endorse you. That's why. Well, I, I, uh, I, I can't tell you how much that means to me, Karen Ann. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, but we are at the end of this here, uh, thing. I want to ask you two questions before, before sure. we, uh, get to the, the finalities of the, of the public stream. And you know, there's going to be bitching emails. Oh about yeah. This oh yeah. I don't this care. This is why I wore this yeah. shirt. Yeah, I don't don't be a salty bitch. <laughs> I don't care. Um, I obviously I, I never actually cared. do care, I don't. but I have to just roll with it. I'm cool I wear my emotions on my sleeve. All this shit hurts me. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I don't have a thick skin. It used to hurt me too. It really did. It really did. But okay, so this is what I want to do before we go. I want to hear. I want you to say your most corrupt thing that you remember Nick Sarwark doing because my my viewers hate Nick Sarwark, and I'm going to tell you the most corrupt thing he ever did to me, and then I'm going to ask. Oh God, I I I, I only one. Well, yeah, just one. The most corrupt thing. Okay. When he uh, purposely ran Lauren Dougherty out of her position, then tried to take her job. Yep. 
and voted for him to pay himself $75 an hour, claiming, well, that's what my time is worth. And I had to tell him on the record that we don't believe in the labor theory of value. <laughs> do you do? You, OK, do you remember right around that time when an article came out called The Fight for 75 from Being Libertarian written by Keith McGillicuddy? Yeah, I'm Keith McGillicuddy. <laughs> In case anyone was wondering, I don't care anymore. Uh, yeah. I, I also wrote the one uh, about the convention from the libertarian Loki last year, last year too. So okay. I don't, I don't awesome. care. Um, anyways, so my most my the one that I hate the most was uh, he 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 made me the chair of the affiliate support committee last term. For you to fail, he thought. Yeah, and then at in Reno when we were in Reno checking out the convention hotel at, for our LNC meeting, he was drinking and he was hanging out with Richard and Aaron, and he said. I put him in that position to let him fail. You guys needed to let him fail. Right. That That's is some pretty damn shady, corrupt, corrupt shit. But Daniel Hayes, who I wish was on the LNC. Um, oh, God, I love him. Who's another person I would make an exception for. If he wants yep. to run for at-large, I will fucking endorse him. Because um, he's a proven whistleblower. He knows some shady shit he knows that it went all. on. He knows that it all. Post, yep. That post. He knows it all fire i've got to stay out of it a bit you know you you chose to get into it a little bit i i i felt i needed to stay out of it a little bit daniel knows my opinion Oof, that was fire yep all right and my second question before we get to the finalities will you go on the tower power hour podcast yes you just gotta invite me uh-oh I think you would be great on the Tower Power podcast for sure. I think that'd be the one. I would love to come on that one with you as well, but that is that is a good podcast for you. Karen Ann, I love you to death. Can you tell these people uh, what you got coming up next, where you're going to be, and uh, how they can find you, watch you, support you, and and check you out? Okay. I, where I'm going to be next is California for the region training. Are you going to that? I'm not. Nope. Oh, bummer. And there's yeah. a Jeff Hewitt fundraiser and, and all of that. But I have a YouTube channel called Pink Flame of Liberty. Um, where I have no filter and I get whiny emails to the LNC complaining about me all the time. But funny, they seem to, some people on the LNC seem to have like a checklist of how many times I called them fuckers or said fuck. Yet I did a whole show on the assault at the 2016 convention and they're all pretending like they don't know anything about it. There's a whole show on it. Any LNC members that are watching this to count how many times I may have said something bad about you, Go listen to the show called The LP Needs to Hear a Who, like like Horton in The Who with Dr. Seuss, and you'll learn all about it. I don't believe that they didn't know. It's been out there. But anyway, so Pink Flame of Liberty, I do, it's very LP focused. I do a lot of LP history. I do a lot of LNC internal, you know, inside baseball stuff and um a lot of commentary. You like, talk a oh, lot about the history and stuff, too. I do. It's yeah. a lot of that. So so Pink Flame of Liberty. Almost all of it is live streams because I hate editing. And um, come and su subscribe because Joshua's kicking my ass and subscribers, and we can't have that. Yeah, yeah. You I, guys you guys got to subscribe to Karen Ann. She's great. Uh, I think I'm going to have to go topless one time oh, because it's always. Yeah, I would, always. I would lose subscribers if I went topless. So I'm glad that yeah. I'm not doing that. Uh, Karen Ann, I love you to death. Thank you for being so amazing. Stick around for like two minutes while I close the show out, and we'll do mm -hmm. this exclusive stream uh, for the channel members. And uh, again, thank you very much. Yeah, I'll, I'll whore for extra members for you. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, guys, another awesome episode of Break the Cycle with my good friend, Karen Ann Harlos. I love her to death. Please support her. Please go find her channel. Please watch her. But while you're here, smash subscribe on this channel uh, so we can just keep going higher and higher and getting all these wonderful guests and getting the good algorithm, that sweet, sweet algorithm that we need really bad. Uh, and smash that thumbs up and the bell and every other button you can, including the membership button, because that's how you get to watch the Couch Stream After Hours stream uh, live. Um, you also get those wonderful badges that you see by all the members in our live chat. So if you're constantly in the live chats, it's a really good option for you. Plus, you get all these great themed emojis. Like tonight, we had the pink glasses for Karen Ann and Harlos, uh, which is really, really cool. Or you can join the Patreon or subscribe star uh, at uh, backslash break the cycle JS where you get some other perks, but you also get these uh, after hours uploaded the next morning. All of you guys can get into a, a Discord server, private Discord server, where you get all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, and there's great people in there like Stefan Kinsella and Angela McArdle and uh, great, the executive producer of the show. I'm in there. I try to say something every day. Uh, we're going to start doing monthly AMAs and video chats with the patrons. Um, so there's some cool perks there. Uh, guys, tomorrow on the show... It's it's imper it's very important that you're here for this wonderful great man, the president of the Mises Institute, Jeff Deist, will be on the show. It is going to be a barn burner, I promise you that. Uh, check out our sponsors before you guys go. Of course, Lorenzotti.coffee for all your delicious Italian coffee needs delivered directly to your door. Bring the taste of Italy home. Use BTC at checkout for a 10% discount. My friend, my partner, the coolest guy you know, TopLobster.com for all of your wonderful graphic design needs. Uh, or, like I said, if you like Top Lobster gear and you want to join that Discord uh, so you can get his stuff early at a 30% discount, you got to join the Patreon, subscribe star, or the channel membership. And executive producers of the show, AnthemPlanning.com, for all your emergency and crisis planning needs. Check them out today. See what they can do for your, your business, home, or personal life. They're doing a wonderful job that the government sucks at much cheaper and much more efficiently. Guys, I will see you tomorrow for the show with Jeff Deist. I'm very excited. Please become a channel member. Six bucks a month. You get all these great uh, perks, and you get to see all the after hours. I think there's like... God, like 20-something, 30-something uh, after-hours members-only shows up there now that you can watch with all kinds of great people like Mosh and Tom Woods and Stefan Kinsella. I will see you tomorrow for the show with Jeff Dice. But until then, don't forget to break the cycle. to explain the lyrics of my last song may seem to contain a violent call to action in the verse of the frame but i just spent it in minecraft the helicopter part was in reference to gta 5 and the things you do so when any violence you commit i am not an excuse because i just spent it in minecraft what trooper is my friend and he's constantly cold accusations of incitement getting totally old Make your own choices, yeah, you have control Because I just landed in Minecraft Obviously I would never advocate force Unless it's due process and a trial, of course And if you're convicted, we will make you a corpse In Minecraft, just in Minecraft You're nothing I mean, you 